0: Section 48 of Elia and the Last Essays of Elia This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Arden Elia and the Last Essays of Elia by Charles Lamb Rejoicings upon the new year's coming of age The old year being dead, and the new year coming of age, which he does by calendar law, as soon as the breath is out of the old gentleman's body. Nothing would serve the young spark, but he must give a dinner upon the occasion, to which all the days in the year were invited. The festivals, whom he deputed as his stewards, were mightily taken with the notion. They had been engaged time out of mind, they said, in providing mirth and good cheer for mortals below, and it was time they should have a taste of their own bounty. It was stiffly debated among them, whether the fasts should be admitted. Some said the appearance of such lean, starved guests with their mortified faces would pervert the ends of the meeting, but the objection was overruled by Christmas Day, who had a design upon Ash Wednesday, as you shall hear, and a mighty desire to see how the old Domine would behave himself in his cups. Only the vigils were requested to come with their lanterns to light the gentlefolks home at night. All the days came to their day, Covers were provided for 365 guests at the principal table, with an occasional knife and fork at the sideboard for the twenty-ninth of February. I should have told you that cards of invitation had been issued. The carriers for the hours, twelve little merry whirligig foot pages, as you should desire to see, that went all round, and found out the persons invited well enough, with the exception of Easter Day, Shrove Tuesday, and a few such movables. "'who had lately shifted their quarters. "'Well, they all met at last, Found days, fine days, all sorts of days, "'and a rare din they made of it. "'There was nothing but hail-fellow day, "'well-met brother day, sister day, "'only lady day kept a little on the aloof "'and seemed somewhat scornful. Yes some said twelfth day, "'cut her out and out, "'for she came in a Tiffany suit, "'white and gold, like a queen, "'on a frost cake all royal glittering and epiphanous the rest came some in green some in white but old lent and his family were not yet out of mourning rainy days came in dripping and sunshiny days helped them to change their stockings wedding day was there in his marriage finery a little the worse for wear payday came late as he always does and doomsday sent word he might be expected april fool as my young lord's jester took upon himself to marshal the guests, and wild work he made with it. It would have posed old Arapater to have found out any given day in the year to wreck the scheme upon. Good days, bad days, were so shuffled together to the confounding of all sober horoscopy. He had stuck the 21st of June next to the 22nd of December, and the former looked like a maple siding a marrow Ash Wednesday got wedged in, as was concerted, betwixt Christmas and Lord Mayor's days. Lord, how he laid about him, nothing but barons of beef and turkeys would go down with him, to the great greasing and detriment of his new sackcloth bib and tucker. And still Christmas Day was at his elbow, plying him the wassail bowl, till he roared and hiccuped, and protested there was no faith in dried ling, but commended it to the devil for a sour, windy, acrimonious, censorious, hypocrit critical mess and no dish for a gentleman then he dipped his fist into the middle of the great custard that stood before his left-hand neighbour and daubed his hungry beard all over with it till he would have taken them for the last day in december it so hung in icicles at another part of the table Shrove tuesday was helping the second of september to some cock-broth which courtesy the latter returned with the delicate thigh of a hen pheasant so there was no love lost for that matter. The last of Lent was sponging upon Shrovetide's pancakes, which April Fool, perceiving, told him he did well, for pancakes were proper to a good Friday. In another part, a hubbub arose about the thirteenth of January, who, it seems, being a sour Puritanic character, and thought nobody's meat good or sanctified enough for him, had smuggled into the room a calf's head, which he had had cooked at home for that purpose, thinking the feast thereon incontinently. But as it lay in the dish, March Manyweathers, who was a very fine lady, and subject to the megrims, screamed out there was a human head in the platter, and raved about Herodias's daughter to that degree, that the obnoxious viand was obliged to be removed, nor did she recover her stomach till she had gulped down a restorative, confected of oak apple, which the married twenty-ninth of May always carries about with him for that purpose. The King's Health, footnote 1, the late king being called for after this a notable dispute arose between the twelfth of august a zealous old whig gentlewoman and the twenty-third of april a new fangled lady of the tory stamp as to which of them should have the honor to propose it august grew hot upon the matter affirming time out of mind the prescriptive right to have lain with her till her rival had basely supplanted her whom she represented is little better than a kept mistress, who went about in fine clothes, while she, the legitimate birthday, had scarcely a rag, etc. April Fool, being made mediator, confirmed the right in the strongest form of words to the appellant, but decided for peace's sake that the exercise of it should remain with the present possessor. At the same time, he slyly rounded the first lady in the ear, that an action might lie against the crown for bigony, it beginning to grow a little duskish. Candlemass lustily bawled out for lights, which was opposed by all the days who protested against burning daylight. Then fair water was handed round in silver ewers, and the same lady was observed to take an unusual time in washing herself. Mayday, with that sweetness which is peculiar to her, and a neat speech proposing the health of the founder, crowned her goblet, and by her example the rest of the company, with garlands, this being done the lordly new year from the upper end of the table in a cordial but somewhat lofty tone returned thanks he felt proud on an occasion of meeting so many of his worthy father's late tenants promised to improve their farms and at the same time to abate if anything was found unreasonable in their rents at the mention of this the four quarter days involuntarily looked at each other and smiled april fool whistled to an old tune of new brooms and a surly old rebel at the farther end of the table, who was discovered to be no other than the 5th of November, muttered out, distinctly enough to be heard by the whole company, words to this effect, that when the old one is gone, he is a fool that looks for a better, which rudeness of his. The guests, resenting, unanimously voted his expulsion, and the malcontent was thrust out, neck and heels, into the cellar. As the properest place for such a bootful and firebrand as he had shown himself to be, order being restored, the young lord, who to say truth had been a little ruffled and put beside his oratory in his view and yet as obliging words as possible, assured them of an entire welcome, and with a graceful turn singling out poor twenty ninth of February that had sat all this while mumchance at the sideboard, begged to couple his health with that of the good company before him which he drank accordingly, observing that he had not seen his honest face any time these four years, with a number of endearing expressions besides. At the same time, removing the solitary day from the forlorn seat which had been assigned him, he stationed him at his own board, somewhere between the Greek calends and Latterlamis. Ash Wednesday, being now called upon for a song, with his eyes fast stuck in his head, and as well as the canary he had swallowed would give him leave, struck up a carol which Christmas Day had taught him for the nonce, and was followed by the latter, who gave miserere in fine style, hitting off the mumping notes and lengthened drawl of old mortification with infinite humor. April Fool swore they had exchanged conditions, but Good Friday was observed to look extremely grave, and Sunday held her fan before her face, that she might not be seen to smile. Shrove-tide, Lord Mayor's Day, and April Fool, next joined in a glee which is the properest day to drink in which all the days chiming in made a merry burden they next fell to quibbles and conundrums the question being proposed who had the greatest number of followers the quarter days said there could be no question as to that for they had all the creditors in the world dogging their heels but april fool gave it in favor of the forty days before easter because the debtors in all cases outnumbered the creditors and they kept Lent all the year. All this while, Valentine's Day kept courting Pretty May, who sat next them, slipping Amorous Billy doux under the table. Till the dog days, who were naturally of a warm constitution, began to be jealous, and to bark in rage exceedingly. April Fool, who likes a bit of sport above measure, and had some pretensions to the lady besides, as being but a cousin once removed, clapped and hallooed them on, and as fast as their indignation cooled, those mad wags, the ember days, were at it with their bellows, to blow it into a flame, and all was in a ferment, till old Madame Septuagesima, who boasts herself the mother of the days, wisely diverted the conversation with a tedious tale of the lovers which she could reckon when she was young, and of one master rogation day in particular, who was forever putting the question to her but she kept him at a distance, as the chronicle would tell, by which I apprehend she meant the almanac. Then she rambled on to the days that were gone, the good old days, and so to the days before the flood, which plainly showed her old head to be little better than crazed and doited. Day being ended, the days called for their cloaks and greatcoats, and took their leaves. Lord Mayor's day went off in a mist, as usual. Shortest day, in a deep black fog, that wrapped the little deniman all round, like a hedgehog two vigils so watchmen are called in heaven saw christmas day safe home they had been used to the business before another vigil a stout sturdy patrol called the eve of st christopher seeing ash wednesday in a condition little better than he should be Ian whipped him over his shoulders pick-a-back fashion an old modification went floating home singing on the bat's back do i fly and a number of old snatches besides between drunk and sober, but very few aves or penitentiaries, you may believe me, were among them. Longest Day set off westward in beautiful crimson and gold, the rest, some in one fashion, some in another. But Valentine and pretty May took their departure together in one of the prettiest silvery twilights a lover's day could wish to set in. End of section forty eight. Recording by Arden.